Have you heard of the new Midnight's album? From the Blue Devil Hub, this is The News Cycle. I'm Maria Anderson, and today is Monday, October 31st. Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's, rocked the charts, but did not live up to expectations. While experimenting with new sounds, Swift may have let go of her famous lyricism. Lily Schroeder reports on the new album. Taylor Swift, currently one of the biggest artists in the world, released her newest album, Midnight's, on October 21st. The album was highly anticipated by fans, and Swift built up the excitement with her Midnight's Mayhem With Me, a video series where she would reveal one track name at a time. Junior Isabella Blevins considers herself a big fan of Swift. Um, I'm really excited for Midnight. Uh, me and my friends are going to have a little like get-together, and we're going to make a whole event out of listening to it. On October 21st, Midnight's broke the record of the most streamed album in one day, and Swift became the most streamed artist in one day. All 13 tracks off the album filled the top 13 slots of the Billboard Hot 100. Midnight shows a new side of Swift's music. Sophomore Noah Pasternak, who runs the fan account TSwifter underscore 13 on Instagram, was excited about the different directions Swift took with her album. One thing people notice about this album really quickly once they start listening to it is how it feels familiar to Taylor Swift. Her vocals pull through, but the production is super new and experimental. With her tracks like Lavender Haze, Midnight Rain, and Question, Swift uses voice effects to create really deep vocals. She definitely did purposefully in order to portray a certain message or a certain voice. Maybe it's her past self, maybe it's her subconscious mind, but I'm not really sure. Midnight's carries traces of Swift's past albums, Reputation and Lover, especially through the songs Vigilante Shit and Lavender Haze, respectively. Even so, Midnight's lacks some of the elevated lyricism that is present in her two previous albums, Folklore and Evermore. Some fans were disappointed that lyrics included less metaphors and allegories that Swift has been known to use in her songs. But some songs, such as Maroon and Antihero, provide vivid imagery through their lyrics that although they may not be as complex as the lyrics on Folklore and Evermore, they are still able to tell compelling stories. Of course, we have to talk about track four, Snow on the Beach, featuring Lana Del Rey. When I first heard this song, it just like transported me into another plane. There's no way you listen to this song and don't picture yourself sitting on a beach watching the snow fall around you in the night. Snow on the Beach has been a controversial track for Swift following its release. Many fans are disappointed and even critical that Del Rey has a very small part in the song. In the past, Swift has been critiqued on her collaborations with other female artists. Apart from her recent collaboration with Phoebe Bridgers, Swift has never let a female artist have a verse in her songs. In Snow on the Beach, Del Rey can only be heard as background vocals until the last chorus, where she is partially drowned out by Swift. We have to talk about the 3AM tracks that came out three hours after the album was revealed. This was a complete surprise to, I think, everyone. I was expecting concert tickets, which, you know, it's okay. We got something as good, if not better. Swift's 3AM tracks have received very good reviews, despite not being a part of the original album. Swift worked with a different producer on these tracks, so many of them have different vibes than Midnight's does overall. The 3AM tracks contain more of the lyricism that some felt the original album was lacking. The song High Infidelity, in particular, feels as though it could belong on Folklore Evermore. You're on Your Own Kid is a song on Midnight's that many high schoolers can relate to. I know it's like probably not the saddest song on this album, but for me, it really hit hard. It's, it's a really sad song about being on your own and feeling unsupported, and it really hit me. 
Midnight is a pop album that brings Swift back to her true queen of pop persona. Throughout quarantine, Swift had a different view of the world, which allowed her to create both folklore and evermore. Coming out of COVID, Swift has returned to her old style of music and produced a record-breaking album that was overall well-received. For the news cycle, this is Lily Shorter reporting. The DHS Jazz Choir raised money for their season by throwing a haunted house on Saturday, October 29th. Stella Mays has the story on this event. All right, you guys. Have a good time. Thank you. Every three years, the Davis High Jazz Choir takes a trip to New York to experience the performing arts capital of the country. This year, in order to raise enough money for a successful trip, the DHS Jazz Choir hosted a haunted house on Saturday night, October 29th. The haunted house lasted from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Junior Ella Del Favaro has been in jazz choir for two years. I did theater when I was younger, and I found out about jazz choir through that, and um, I decided when I was nine years old I wanted to join. All of the actors in the house were part of the choir, and it consisted of a short but frightening walk through. Welcome! So I'm not really a haunted house person, but there has been so much hard work put into this. Every year, a different jazz choir parent volunteers to host the event. We showed up at um, 9 in the morning to start setting up for this haunted house, too. So we came um, over to this house a few times over some weekends just to kind of lay out a ground plan for it. Massive spiderwebs covered the shrubbery and screams ricocheted throughout the house. Much of the experience was dictated by sound, interestingly, considering it was organized and executed by a choir. Senior Ian Bourne has been in jazz choir for three years and is acting student director this year. So I decided I was going to join jazz choir when I was eight years old, and I saw them perform at the Christmas tree lighting, and they sang Carol of the Bells, and then they started beatboxing, and I decided I'm going to do that. The New York trip is often one, if not the highlight for members of jazz choir, and is greatly anticipated this year in particular. This is our first time going to New York since the pandemic. We get to meet casts of different Broadway shows. We get to see Broadway shows. We get to go to cool restaurants. We're really excited. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Stella Mays reporting. Well, that's our show for today. The News Cycle is a production of the Blue Devil Hub in association with the Davis Enterprise. Daniel Ruiz Jimenez writes our theme music. The program is produced by Maria Anderson and Nane Grigor. Our executive producer is Elliot DeYoung. We're trying to grow our listeners. Make sure to share the News Cycle with your friends. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us on the web at bluedevilhub.com. And don't miss our radio broadcasts Monday at 8 and Tuesday at noon on 95.7 KDRT. You can also follow the Hub on social media. We're on Instagram at Blue Devil Hub and on Twitter at DHS Hub. Have a good week and we'll see you next time.